Asian Pop Nation on Sin 90.7. You are here at Asian Pop Nation. This is your executive producer, Jesse, here. You guys just heard Hard Pull by Koi, and before that, you guys heard Mercurial by Silica Gel. Now, we have a jam packed show coming up for you guys featuring not one, but two interviews. The first of which will be with Kai Dreams, a Vietnamese American artist who recently released their debut album, Absolute Heartbreak. And the second interview will be with Jenny Tian, who will be performing at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival coming up. So we'll be talking to her a bit more about that. We will also be reviewing some of the events we went to recently. Yes, you may have seen it all over our social media. We interviewed three artists in relation to it. Of course, I am talking about the Sonica Music Festival, which Leisha went to a couple of weeks ago. Now, we will also be talking about some upcoming Asian series on Netflix that feature some of our most beloved actors.、Uh, that is, of course, Beef and Joyride. And obviously, we have to go through. A bit of a rundown about the Asian concerts and events here in Melbourne. Oh, finally, Melbourne has not been forgotten. Uh, we, have Asian, we have events now featuring Asian artists and people, and yeah, so stay tuned for that one. Hey, 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 welcome back to Asian Pop Nation. You guys just heard Pump Up by Akini Jin. And before that, you guys heard Crew by Code Kunst featuring Kugi, Paul Alto, and Chin. And before that, you guys heard Little Red Riding Hood by Wednesday Campanella. Now, coming up, we have a very exciting interview with the amazing Kai Dreams, a Vietnamese American artist and singer who has recently released their debut album. Absolute heartbreak. So, we shall be joining Alicia and Lee to chat with them a bit more about that. Hey, you're listening to Asian Pop Nation with myself, Lee, and I'm joined by Alicia, plus a very special guest who is none other than the 23 year old artist and producer Haley, all the way from the US. It's Kai Dreams. Hello. Yay. Welcome to APN. <laughs> Um, we're both very excited to have you here today.、Uh, so, first off, could you please tell us a little bit about yourself?、Uh, yeah,、um, my name is Kai Dreams. I'm from Oregon and I make like indie pop. I like、um, music and I just released an album called Absolute Heartbreak.、Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for that little intro. And I guess, firstly, we gotta start with the big elephant in the room, Thursday, which is the album that you just mentioned, your long awaited debut album, Absolute Heartbreak.、Mm. Which, firstly, of course, congratulations on dropping it. Oh my、thank、gosh. <laughs> And I guess we just obviously wanna start off with many questions in terms of your thought process behind creating this album. And kind of like, what does this debut album kind of mean to you personally?、Mm. Well, first, I guess I would say that I, I felt like my other projects that I made, I didn't really like know what I was doing or have like a lot of like thought behind it in like a, a sort of like, how does this like work together as like a cohesive thing? And so I did in this case with、uh, Absolute Heartbreak, which I guess is why I call it an album instead of, you know, like an EP or whatever.、Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I just felt like I had experienced like a, a year of a lot of change and like realization. Well, I guess I didn't really like set out to express it, but I found myself when I was like making the songs. There's like obviously something here that I keep coming back to. And so I was like, okay, I'm just gonna make a project out of this. I didn't really know that it was gonna be an album, but like when, by the time I had like started like basically all the songs, like I was like, okay, I think this is probably gonna be an album. So yeah, that was kind of my thought process behind Mm -hmm. And again, you mentioned like all of these, I guess, like technicalities and things that you were thinking about in the process of making the album. And I guess I'm very curious, like since this album did come out back in like January, how has like, mm -hmm. I guess, kind of the reception been on your end since the release of the album? Do you feel like any of those worries you had prior kind of like faded off? Before like I even released it, I wanted to be like satisfied with the thing that I had made and like kind of felt like I had already like done what I needed to do before it even like came out. Cause like mm. before I would get like really hung up on like the reception and numbers and whatever. I don't know what I'm doing. Like people could really like not enjoy this or like this at all or like, you know, whatever. And so I was like, okay, I need to make it so that I enjoy it and, and I'm happy with what I've done um, before it even gets released. Luckily, I feel like I really like the response that it's gotten so far. I feel like people uh, enjoy it and uh, it resonates with people and, I, and I'm very happy for that. I, I made sure that it was something that I was like proud of before anything else so that I could, you know, have that peace of mind going into the release of it. Mm, that's a very solid, like really good mindset to go through. I think mm -hmm. like life challenges yeah. in general. And I think as me and Lee, mm -hmm. fellow listeners of your album okay. and very nice casual fans, <laughs> Uh, we, I think we can definitely confirm as well that the album, mm. 11 out of 10 in my books, but Lee, oh, <laughs> yes. I definitely enjoyed this album as well. Great um, to hear. <laughs> sounds like you really enjoyed your time in making this album. So did you have like a song which you had the most fun making or just your favorite song of the album? I had a really fun time doing the yelling and heartbreaker because um so i didn't i've never like sang like that before and i literally found it out i was like singing along to like like i think it was like a dijon song like like where he like we were like yelling and like belting and i like tried to sing along and i was like oh like this is a really cool like sound that's coming out of my mouth and like i really want to like do this in a song and it was really fun and it came out i think it came out pretty good like i really like the way it sounds um but also i think um seeing um Bob come together was also just pretty fun oh and rats because rats was fun because i got my friend soren who is also also like did like most of the production on the album to like do like a like to sing in it too and i was really excited oh for my that, god. that made me really happy. So, yeah oh yeah. my god how was it like like that creating process just very very curious how was it like just you know two buddies working on that <laughs> Uh, it was really fun. It was like, it was probably the most fun I had like making music just because like we both were like totally like in sync with like knowing what we wanted out of it and like we just on the same page and like it wasn't as like stressful as like other projects just because like there was no one to satisfy but myself in just like what felt good I guess you know. It's funny because my two favorite songs of the album are actually Bugs and Rap as well. <laughs> so, yeah, it sounds like you had a lot of fun making those. Damn, the justice for my favorite song, May. Where, where, 
Oh my god. Well, yeah, I was okay, okay. So I was like, what is the track list in my head? But May I love well yes! May May is like one of the songs that I like made on my own. I made in like COVID and I made it on my own and I was really, really happy. It was a very like cathartic song to make in that time. That's probably one of my personal favorite songs off the album. So yeah. Oh my god. Yes, my favorite song, having a shout out moment. <laughs> ah! <laughs> but oh my gosh. I guess like one thing not only do i guess myself personally really like like your songs in general i actually with this album really liked your lyric videos that you posted on youtube for several oh, of your yeah. songs in um mm. in absolute hop rate like not only do they have very very superb animation behind them and also this like mm. visual novel s like aspect to them there's also clearly like a story behind each video so we're just like super curious on the story that you wanted to portray <laughs> in your lyric videos. Okay, well, so <laughs> I made um, the Bugs music video came first and it was created basically by um, this animator and animation director called Yana Pan and he's really talented and awesome. And so we made that. I wanted as much stuff to go into like the the the, the music video for Bugs as it could. So I was like, okay, I'll just take care of all the lyric videos. And mm. I've been working and been learning this software called RenPy, which is like a visual novel, like the, the like visual novel, like game engine. And I was oh like, God. okay, well, what if I, what if we like made like, um, like lyric videos with the visual novel engine? And so Yana like created some animations to go along with it, and uh, I like it kind of extend like the bug storyline a little bit, like give a little bit more context, I guess. Mm. Um, and so yeah, I made like these little like epilogue things, although some of them are like prologues in relation to bugs. I'm just like the main character of the bugs music video, and like some of their like inner monologues. I just imagine them like trapped in their like in their bedroom, and kind of like some of the stuff that was going through their heads. Originally, it was like gonna have like characters and stuff. And, and like a bunch of other stuff but i was like okay this might be a little too ambitious so i i i just streamlined it a little bit and just made like a little narrative about yeah just what was like going on through their heads and like how like maybe like the songs that like, kind of related to that so that's what it that's what it is <laughs> no it's literally so cool like i don't know just in my favorite because I think like back in the day in YouTube, like lyric videos were literally just like made by fans of like, bam, here's like a photo of a random yeah. member. And then here's just the lyrics and like cursive font. And then that's just the yeah. lyric video. But I really like, again, like your creativity with your like official lyric videos. And then you literally downloaded a whole like software to get the like visual novel aspect. That's like insane to me. And I, I guess around like the route of like art and stuff like that, me and Lee just had a very like strong curiosity that in like the album art for Absolute Heartbreak and also in a lot of your merch actually, like your t-shirts and hoodies, we actually mm. see this like white bunny character with like the sharp like little angry teeth and stuff. What's this character? What's well, <laughs> well, the bunny itself is uh, a Mr. Miffy, um, like lamp, like a big Mr. Miffy lamp. Um, ah, that I, I had. Oh, um, love Miffy. <laughs> 
Um, I really liked it. And I really wanted to take pictures with it, <laughs> which is that's really where like that came from. Um, but I kind of liked it for like the album because I don't know, like Mr. Miffy is like obviously like a really big like comfort character for like so many people, including me. And the album is about like heartbreak in general. And I think you know like like we look for like sources of comfort when we're heartbroken. So I kind of liked the idea of like Mr. Miffy being like a bit like less comforting with like you know like the the raw face. Kind kind of thing going on um, and I think it just fit in very like well like thematically as like kind of embracing the heartbreak so there's like you can't really find comfort when you're like embracing the heartbreak like you kind of have to go through it um so yeah that's kind of like where that came from it's really cute though um I also <laughs> like Mr. Miffy I really want mm. that like little lamp that they have yeah yeah this is the big yeah. version of that I need <laughs> it's so cute so I'm actually a big fan of yours and I mm. used to listen to your music like all through my high school years so mm. I'm sure like a lot of people like me when they hear your name they think back to some of your EPs like Summer is like a dream and also mm. nice colors and mm. also had these on repeat like 24 7 so mm -hmm. seeing the release of your new album just hit me with this like nostalgia I just wanted to ask like do you feel like this recent album in comparison to your older releases has like a different shift compared to what you've created in the past I uh yeah I think so it's always hard to like gauge that kind of stuff when like it's your stuff but I definitely think like I know that like my approach was very different uh the things that I like to listen to back then were pretty different than what I like to listen to when I was making Absolute Heartbreak and like the way I wrote songs for Absolute Heartbreak was like a lot more streamlined and a lot more like personal. I, f I feel like for like Summer's Like a Dream and Nice Colors, like my songwriting there was like, I was a bit, I was still like a bit scared to like really like get into myself, you know, like not to say that it, it wasn't like personal. If you're making art, like no matter what, it's going to reflect on you in like some way. But um, I think I use like storytelling as like a, a, a way to like, like obfuscate things. It, it's honestly like a, a, a fun way in its own and like a, a kind of therapeutic way in its own to like express yourself without getting too scared I guess but yeah this one Absolute Heartbreak definitely feels like a lot more personal um, than anything else I've made before so I think that's the biggest difference mm. yeah I actually really like all like the storytelling aspects that you have in all of your music and also like it just reflects like your music videos with like the visual novels as well mm. and I guess I'm stepping away in like the music realm a bit I just really wanted to talk about this particular thing as I think one thing you've mentioned in the past is kind of like your time in high school allowed you to, I guess, begin to embrace like your Vietnamese heritage as well as mm -hmm. your gender expression as a non-binary person. And mm -hmm. I guess we would love to hear more from you about this particular like journey in your life. Um, yeah, I, um, for, I think, I think, well, just growing up in like a, a small like town that was like full of a lot of white people, like, um, I kind of like like when it came to like aspects of my identity like they felt like things that were very novel to me best I like took for granted and at worst like I, I sort of tokenized I don't know it was it was very like it's strange I, I, I didn't feel very like connected to my identity or anything like that and then uh, I went to this alternative high school with like a lot of really cool like teachers and students who um just kind of like opened up my eyes to like a lot of things. I really like began to kind of like look at the world, I think through 
uh, a more like critical, like feminist lens, a more critical, like queer lens, uh, a more critical, like racial lens, I guess. I mean, I'm saying that I, I let me look at the world, but like, I think it like, obviously, like, it really let me like, look at myself and like, kind of discern like, how I like viewed myself and how I viewed others like in relation to me, my heritage meant to me and what my yeah, like identity meant to me. It it gave me like a lot of clarity for like the like a lot of the way that I, I had like always kind of felt, um, but couldn't like, you know, put my finger on. It was also the place where like, I kind of I really like started like taking music seriously. And I got like a lot of support there from um, people there. Um, and yeah, I, I see it as like the place where I really came into myself and am the person that I am today. <laughs> oh, that was very like hot for me to feel and I don't know. I. Lee maybe can relate with me as well of just like growing up in a predominantly like white environment uh, mm -hmm. when you're younger really kind of like warps your whole sense of identity and everything and then you yeah. just feel like you're on a very big uphill battle constantly but again I love oh, yeah. hearing your story about like how the change of environment can really do like so much for like yeah. yourself and I guess I'm also very curious I guess like how does it feel for you now when you release works like Absolute Heartbreak and and now like everyone and I guess more importantly yourself understand like a bit more of who you are as a person nowadays I feel like when I see interviews and articles about yourself you know there's much more like there's much more expression of like your heritage and your preferred pronouns your gender expression as a whole and I guess just for you how does it feel that like coming as an artist now in like 2023 and having more of like an understanding of who you are just as like a person well I kind of realized that I'm gonna have to like just be the person that I know that I am like I have a lot less patience with like pretending to be like something I'm not or someone I'm not mm -hmm. um even for like the practical in like practical like circumstances and it's just like why am I like trying so hard to like I don't even know how to explain it I guess it's just like it I mean it sucks not being able to like be yourself and like be honest about yourself I think I realized that I was putting like a lot of stakes on myself that like didn't really need to be there. So I was like, why well, have those there? Let's take them out and uh, see how that goes. I definitely feel a lot more like I'm doing myself justice and like I'm I'm like honoring myself more, I guess. Well, that was so beautifully put. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm like just listening to that. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I see. Feel something. <laughs> just like, uh, Feelings wise, I don't know. I just feel like in general, if you're like, if like any listener is listening in and they also relate in kind of like being, living your life always knowing like, ah, oh, yes, I'm a minority. And then I guess having that whole growing process, coming into terms with yourself and who you are and identity. Mm -hmm. And then still having the acknowledgement that like, you know, again, you're only 23. I'm also only 23. <laughs> and it's like, mm -hmm. so like, there's so much more of like life waiting who knows what will happen but just I guess being very mm -hmm. yeah just like embracing yourself like I don't know that was just very beautiful I just love hearing that <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I also related to that in like the past few years as well with like embracing yourself but yeah uh moving on do you have any sort of future plans maybe going on tour uh, not as of yet <laughs> I kind of realized that I felt like there are a lot of things that I was kind of supposed to be um, as a musician, as an mm. artist, that I was supposed to do in order to like fulfill like my duty in a weird way. Um, 
as an artist and one of those was like doing tours and doing shows and stuff but I'm really such I I'm a very like introverted very like homebody very uh like I get overwhelmed easily by like crowds and stuff um so doing shows was very hard and very taxing also I, I'm not like like I can't travel like too much too often or else I like just like get destroyed um so one of the kind of things I realized was that I probably am not I'm just not the artist that can do things like tours mm-hmm. and but I also at the same time it's just like damn I really do there have been some shows that I've done that were just some of the most like amazing experiences of my life um so I'm kind of trying to figure out in like internally like oh how can I like do these things and like see like like fans because I know how like important it is to like so many people like it how special it can be to like see that like an artist that you really enjoy live but yeah I need to I definitely need to like figure out how to like do stuff like that without like like destroying my mental and my body (laughs) so no plans yet but i'm thinking on it pondering yeah that was probably like you are your own artist like you do you (laughs) and i I, i'm sure i'm sure you like their fans there would be so much like generosity and like love and like anything that you do (laughs) and i guess Finally, since we're reaching at the end of this interview, um, after like everyone kind of like takes the time to check out your album, Absolute Heartbreak, and also who don't listen to some of your other works as well, what I guess sort of message or feelings at the end of the day do you want your music to have on your listeners? I think for Absolute Heartbreak, I hope that for me like what I like took away from like the process and like the the creation of it is that there's like so much value I guess there's so much to be gained (laughs) from going working through like hard emotions and like taking them in stride and like embracing like the parts of you that you're like you know afraid to look at or like the doing the things that you know are gonna like make you experience pain but not in like a a, like you know like making yourself suffer for no reason more so you know like in the heartbreak sort of way right like like heartbreak is like a really important thing to like go through and I feel like I know me personally like I uh there's a time when I dealt with it by pretending like I wasn't as heartbroken as I was or like trying to avoid things that would make me feel that way um when I finally did you know like look at that stuff head on it was really hard and it hurt a lot but at the when I came out on the other side it was like the world was like a it was a brighter and lovelier place (laughs) so yeah I I really I really I think that was that's like kind of what I wanted to impart with the album was that like you know there is a light at the end of the tunnel um when it comes to like those tougher emotions and it's 100% worth it like it's 100% what life is all about I think oh my god that is beautiful <laughs> literally oh my wise god. words <laughs> I got rolling down my cheek right now oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> okay um so where can our listeners find you Kai uh, I'm on Spotify Apple Music and any other streaming service you can think of uh I'm on Twitter as Kai Dreams I'm on Instagram as Kai Dreams Oh, I think I'm on Tumblr still. Oh my goodness! (laughs) An ancient relic I have not heard in a long time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. I think that's it, though. I think that's it. Oh my gosh! And yeah, thank you so much once again for joining our little show here at Asia Pop Nation. Hi. It was thank you guys. Literally amazing talking to you. Oh my gosh. 